On today's show, Japan needs autonomous trucks to offset a shrinking population, Toyota shows off its new Avalon sedan, and the electronics in Tesla's Model 3 look like they could have come out of an F-35 fighter plane. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Japan's population is shrinking. In fact, it's dropping by about a million people every five years, and that's creating a labor shortage. By 2027, Japan is expected to have a shortage of 240,000 truck drivers. That's why the Japanese subsidiary of Volvo Trucks says it's going to come out with a lineup of autonomous trucks. UD Truck says they will be in commercial use by 2020, and you know what? This is not just happening in Japan. There already is a critical shortage of truck drivers in the United States and Europe. And that's one reason why Ward's Intelligence is forecasting that there will be 10 million autonomous vehicles sold every year by 2030. It says level four commercial trucks represent one of the best near-term business cases for AVs. It predicts that the U.S. will lead the adoption of autonomous technology, followed by Europe. But it says China will take the lead around 2027, accounting for 40% of the global market. In motor racing news over the weekend, the IndyCar race at Barber was rained out. They're running it today. Kyle Busch took the win in his Toyota at the NASCAR race in Richmond, and Brittany Force won the top fuel category at the NHRA's Spring Nationals. Still to come, we'll show you the highlights of Toyota's new Avalon. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. GM Korea narrowly avoided bankruptcy for now. The labor union that represents workers in GM's Korean plants agreed to wage cuts and layoffs. But now the rank and file have to vote on whether they agree with that contract or not. GM has threatened to walk away from the South Korean market unless it can make its operations there profitable. And seeing how many markets GM has dropped out of in the past couple of years, that is a very credible threat. We got our first look at the new Toyota Avalon at the Detroit Auto Show, but now we're learning more about what's under the skin. A new 3.5-liter V6 produces 301 horsepower, and there's also a 2.5-liter four-cylinder engine that gets paired with Toyota's new hybrid system, which combined makes 215 horsepower. The hybrid gets paired to a CVT, while the V6 is matched with an 8-speed automatic. As a result of moving to the automaker's new global architecture, the nickel-metal hydride battery pack in the hybrid now sits under the back seat rather than in the trunk, which increases luggage room in the rear. Speaking of the interior, there's a 7-inch display screen for the driver, an optional 10-inch head-up display, and a 9-inch touchscreen with Toyota's Entune 3.0 audio system. The new Avalon is built in Kentucky and goes on sale in May with a starting price of about $36,400, and that includes destination charges. Coming up next, the electronics in Tesla's Model 3 look like they could have come out of an F-35. 
Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. On last week's After Hours, we were joined by Sandy Monroe, whose company just tore down a Tesla Model 3 to learn about its engineering secrets. Sandy is very critical of its build quality and mechanical components, but he praised the electronics. In the following clip, he shares why the automatic drive module is so impressive. If you look at this thing, the density of the population, which is these little chips and whatnot that are stuck on here, the density of this population is like nobody's got, nobody. This is cell phone technology. This is the technology we would see in really high-end computers, normally for the government or something. This is spectacular, spectacular. Anybody that doesn't look at the electronics on the Tesla 3 is out of his mind. They're in peril. That's, that's where you need to be. This is, not, uh, this is not some Mickey Mouse outfit that you can just dismiss, okay? They have a hard time with what I would classify as the dinosaur technologies, right? The mechanical the stuff. The mechanical stuff. There's hundreds of us in the, in the field that could help them fix that. Maybe they'll, I hope they pick one. So what are the but advantages these, of consolidating everything on just one board? But, but first off, I, I don't want to waste any space. But secondly, this, this communication, people don't think of it in these kinds of terms. But the closer these, these circuit boards are together, the less likelihood I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to have a problem with speed, right? Mm. We're looking here at, uh, at a crash. How fast does that happen? How fast do the little things need to be adjusted in order to make things happen? When you look at this, you're looking at the same kind of technology you'd see on a flight controller for, uh, for an F-35. Okay, and we kind of like know a little bit about that too. So you do, you do work for the aircraft industry? We do work for the military. The military, the aircraft industry in general is kind of old fashioned. But when you start talking about missiles, bombs, and, uh, and uh, aircraft that, that move wicked fast, where there's like, uh, I don't know, six and a half million calculations that have to be done per second, then things change, right? And having the components close together is a real good idea. Everything here smacks of cell phone technology and defense technology. There's nothing here that says, oh yeah, this is just, looks just like, uh, like, uh, like uh, Charlie down the road's uh, circuit boards. Is, is Tesla like making that in-house or are they buying it? Yeah, well, that's a very good question. We don't know. For a deeper dive into Monroe & Associates' teardown of the Tesla Model 3, you can watch that entire discussion on our website at autoline.tv or on our YouTube channel. And the guest on this week's After Hours will be Rich Haas, the CEO of Mahindra North America, who will bring one of their Roxor off-road vehicles into the studio. And it sure looks like a scale model of a Jeep. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.